and we're back <laughs> as of late podcast this is your boy titus giving you guys the inside scoop of what's going on lately out here in these streets from movies to music to my political views to um, you know what i ate yesterday you know a little bit of everything <laughs> but um hope you guys are doing well on this uh fine saturday evening well midday 5 35 my way i'm in charlotte north carolina um zip none of your business and um it's going pretty well for me man i just want to say shout out to the um, people who looked out for me in prayers and and uh you know well wishes during that whole accident turmoil um everything is getting better man you know i'm still like a little um sore around the back area and the knee area but all in all man it's 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 going well it could be a lot worse it could have been a lot worse and so it's a blessing to be here and talk to you guys for another day um dealing with today you know um like like i was telling you guys last week or not last week what what day is it saturday so it would have been tuesday christmas eve um i'm doing breakdowns you know year in is coming it's coming to a close and so um the next couple episodes is going to be consistent mostly of like you know my 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 top anything from you know last uh this past tuesday we did christmas movies to today i'm doing albums and that shit was tough as hell <laughs> i'm not even gonna front with you guys man you know as like i said we're closing the decade it almost made me think for a minute i was like man should we just uh should i just do like top top 10 2019 because like it was a lot of good albums in this year but i was like you know what man like let me let me bite the bullet and be a man of my word and, and do exactly what i was gonna do and so i'm gonna do the top i'm gonna do my top albums of the decade um you know, it's a lot of albums that I had to think about. I had to weed through and really like be like, man, was it? I, I base it on the fact of like, was it a soundtrack to my life? You know, was it was it music that I listened to? Not just driving, not just you know going to the club. You know, these particular albums that I chose um, are from artists that have been. A imprint on my life throughout my life not just this past decade but ever since i knew them um and started listening to them like where i've always had a um i've always had what's the word i'm looking for um i've always checked up on them regardless of if it, if it was this past decade or just like because they just left such an imprint on my life i was always i always be indebted to like listen to their music they were really important to me and so dealing with that it kind of made it it made it a little bit easier because when you start like thinking about, you know, um, particular artists that was actually meaningful to you, you know, I'm a Leo. So like when I like stuff, I, I'm addicted to it. I'll continue to listen to it no matter if it's fresh or not. And so it made it a little bit easier as I started thinking about it in that sense, because I was like, all right, well, these these particular artists, like they were they were repetitive in my in my soundtrack or in my CD player, you know, we went from CD players to, I did anyway, you know, I went from CDs to, to damn, uh, to fucking USB cords and shit this past decade, and so that's crazy to go through that for us, like, you know, all cars, I, mean, I ain't gonna say all cars, but I ain't even been into, I ain't even been in a 2020, or like, a, not even a 2019, so I don't know how it is, if they still even got CD players, like, somebody asked, somebody answered that for me, <laughs> if they got a new car, they're like, dude, is it even still CD players and, like, cassette, like, cassette decks and shit, 
anymore still because now it's to the phase where excuse me now it's, it's to the point now where it's like you don't really need that you got the bluetooth or you got um you got uh usb where it's like you just plug plug and go and so which is beneficial for me because i can just get right on apple music from my from well when i did have my car rp to my car rp to my car man dang <laughs> i'm gonna miss that sucker but you know we'll get another one but um I could just plug and go, you know, get on Spotify or Apple Music and just keep it moving. And so um, just with this, with that transition, certain things don't change. And these particular artists didn't change. You know, they even if these albums were the most beneficial albums that I listened to throughout the decade, I still like it's still certain other albums that they had that I would still mess with. These are just ones that I chose that were just, like I said, based off. Um, you know, how it made me feel during breakups, sadness, um, happiness, you know, just moments, you know, it was, it was moments that you remember and you remember what you were listening to at that time. And so I'm going I'm to get right into it. Um, dealing, dealing with it, starting off, um, man, I mean, this guy has been pretty much beneficial throughout my whole life ever since I got the note. I mean, ever since I listened to the cat, I wish I knew him, but, um, when day and night first hit you know i was i was kind of hooked to this guy well i ain't even gonna say that he the first thing i heard from him was like a kid named cuddy and um i'm I'm talking about kid cuddy artist named kid cuddy and um that might have been the first thing that i heard from this cat was um a kid named cuddy it was this mixtape that pretty much introduced him to me i don't know i ain't gonna say introduced him to the world and um once once that I mean, he hit the ground running pretty much. He he opened up avenues for like, you know, it it wouldn't be certain artists to like, you know, a lot of people talk about Kanye, and I give Kanye's credit. I give his I give him his just due, as you guys know. And, but for me, it was the guy who really like took it to a whole new level where artists could really be themselves and they could, you know, add in the harmony, the perfect harmony with the with the rapping and like, you know. Being a true rock star, like how he was, he he's ventured off to so many different things. And whereas, I would only compare it like to maybe like Donald Glover, how he can wear many hats. Is Kid Cudi to me? I feel like he perfected what Kanye was trying to do, where you know, where harmonizing meets like perfect, like you know, flow and and pattern and even lyrics. If you listen to him, I feel like he's one of the most underrated lyricists, you know, especially when it comes to like rapping. But when he decides to get off, as of late, he's been you know. No pun intended. <laughs> As of late, he's been um he does a lot of mixture of different stuff, man. And so, this particular album, I, if 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 it was one year earlier, I might have went with his debut. I might have went with Man on the Moon, because Man on the Moon, the first one was a classic to me. It had um like I said, it had Day and Night. It was just it was a good follow up after a kid named Cuddy. But this album to me, it it was beneficial to me in so many ways just as just as equal because that this was this was at a time where um you know i was smoking heavy and i'm talking about man on the moon too man on the moon too is is on my top albums because just the situations that were happening around that time man um i was smoking heavy it had marijuana on there i used to run through that song so many fucking times it was crazy i think i might have had like i think i had fucking um man what car did i have around this time i feel like i had a fucking um uh, Missy Bishy, man, I had a Missy Bishy Lancer at this time, <laughs> a 2012, and I used to smoke so much damn weed and daggone like like 
he he was like a soundtrack. Cuddy Cuddy's always been like a soundtrack for stoners. If you are a stoner, you already know. Like he has so many songs where you can just blaze up and just chill out to. Kind of like Currency. Currency has good smoker music as well. But um, from that song to you know even breakup songs like All Along, All Along to me was like therapeutic for me. I remember driving on fucking. Man, what what road was that? Forty five. I remember I remember riding on forty five, passing my old. <laughs> I remember riding on forty five, um, passing my old girl's crib. Um, not stalkerish, like because I was, I was um going to Concord. I was going to Concord in like this particular exit. She, I have to pass her old spot to get to Concord Mills, and um, you know, you just get those certain moments where it's like you'll it's easily. It's like you get triggers, you know, we all get our triggers where it's like certain things, whether it's a breakup, a moment, you know, a death in a family, something out of nowhere where you'll be good and you cope with stuff. But then like it'll be something simple like a song or, um, you know, uh, a food spot you may pass while driving where you'll trigger something where it'll be an old memory. And that's how it was with me. Like I, I listen to that song to the point where it's like I almost can't even listen to that song no more because it was so therapeutic for me going through that breakup but um, please don't play this song another one with Mary J. Blas. He it was just a lot of maniac you know if you, if you guys don't know Kid Cudi or if you haven't listened to this album I mean because you've just don't vibe with Cuddy like that, or you may not, you know, new uh, listeners that are listening, you may not even know him. Like, you know, he's as as almost like, what's the word I'm looking for? Well-known he is to me. I mean, certain people just don't listen to certain things. And, you know, don't, don't, disre- um, don't, don't, you know, this list is my list. I'll put it, I'll put it like that, you know. You know, I, I'm a, no, I get a lot of, um, and respect to the cats on Instagram that hit me up and be like, yo, man, like you should like you think that or you think this like, yeah, I mean, I, I'm always good for debate. But just remember, you guys like this is this is my list. And it's, what's important to me may not be important to you. Like like Cuddy to me is like on my Mount Rushmore. He may not be on other people's shit. You, some people may not even listen to him. Just like if as this list plays out i don't have a lot of you know heavy rock sh- shit on here you know i'm not heavy in the rock or heavy you know i'll listen to it but as far as like this past decade like was it was it in my life constantly like these particular genres um no not really you know i'll go to a show you know you know I'm, i got friends that are into metal and got friends that's into like you know punk rock and like you know alternative music alternative rock but you know, I'm kind of like, I'm in between, man. Like, it just depends. Like, you know, I I used to be a big Killers fan. I still am. But, like, again, I looked at the Killers because I went through a Killers phase. But, like, the albums that the albums that I, that I, that were beneficial to me around that those times it was a, it was above this decade so like it was like early like mid 2000s like I was a big block party fan you know I still am a big block party fan but some of those albums that I go back to it was before this decade and so I couldn't put them on the list but um dealing with going back to Cuddy is like you know that's just my personal opinion um this is my list, and so it's going to range from any, you know, I'm pretty broad when it comes to my music, so it'll range from, you know, cats like Cuddy to, you know, electric, you know, like, you know, synth, you know, it's like I, I kind of bounce around dealing with, like, the stuff that was beneficial to me, and and kind of surprising, like, when I started thinking about it, because I, you know, you would, 
I don't know. I thought it was more hip hop than this, <laughs> but um, I mean, I am to a degree. You know, I still listen to like, I mean, I love, I just love music in general. You know, but I was shocked that I didn't have as much hip hop on here than I figured that I listened to. Cause I guess, I, I guess like this year I've been through a heavy hip hop phase where it's like I've been listening to hip hop constantly, rap music constantly. But as far as like when I started thinking about the like past decade, I was like, well, damn, like it's only like a couple albums that, you know, really. I kept in rotation that I would consider like rap music and most of my stuff is pretty chill and looking at it you know pretty chill and pretty like lax and you know on some smooth shit and so I guess because a lot of the time throughout this decade I was driving in my car and so I did a lot of trips and a lot of road trips and going to work you know half of your, half of your time is either working or driving and then you know the other half is probably you know, like a little bit with friends or sleeping and I guess throughout that decade, it, you know, me driving wise, these are things that I like listening to while I was driving or like chilling or going to the gym or anything like that. Um, but, um, yeah, the first one, the first one on my list, Man on the Moon 2. That was my first one by Kid Cudi. Um, second on my list is actually a rap album. I was just talking about this. Um, to me, I had to I had to go back and really. I was going to go between two different um, albums of this particular artist because, like, the first thing I heard from him was um, very was very good, very beneficial. But I feel like with this album that I chose, um, to me, it was more beneficial because of just the fact of, like, it was kind of like um, the evolution of him to me, where he balanced out... Um, the perfect balance to me of commercial meets storytelling, which is what he's all about. You know, he's very, to me, he's very lyrical. He's, he can tell a story. He can paint a picture very well and is top notch. I mean, I mean, top, definitely top three MCs in the game to me right now um, is Kendrick Lamar. And with Kendrick Lamar, the album I chose was Damn. Uh, it came out a couple I don't know. I can't remember the actual date of it. I want to say it came out maybe like 16 or 17. Fairly recent for like a decade, you know, just two years ago. But, um, man, this album was like, it was great. It was great to me. You know, like I went through all his albums. I went through I went through Section 80, the one that I was debating, you know, because that was the one that, that started it for me, for me listening to him like on the regular because it had like, it just has great songs like from um, Hold Up to ADHD, like, Songs that I can still listen to right now, you know, to thinking about what damn to me is like it's a combination of all of that, you know, uh, to pimp a butterfly. A lot of people would say, I, I mean, you can it just depends on the mood of Kendra that you want to be in for real, for real, because, you know, um, you can really like blindfold yourself. And if it was a bunch of if it was all his albums in a hat and you just picked one out of a hat. Any one of those could be like considered like a top album of the decade, you know, if it, in your list, like you'd be like, OK, well, I'll go with that. And so um, these particular two albums, like I said, it was between that and Section 80. And for me, I picked Damn because of that reason, like the success that it had. It was the Kindred that I it was just the Kindred that I liked. I liked Element, um, you know, one of his best like songs is the last one, Duckworth, where he's telling the story. Um, about his pops, um, to me, like storytelling, fear. I like fear. That um, like these, um, not album. That song. These are just particular songs on the album that I feel like stuck out to me the most. Um, um, God. I like God. You know, 
that was a beast ass song and so like all in all i feel like i was like you know from start to finish listening to it i could listen to that right now you know and and still be fine with it and it was a mood it was a moment for me because i was like okay this is like because he was he was just coming off of to to pimp a butterfly i believe and it was like that was like that was a very thought out album but for me listening to it like um listening wise like i couldn't listen to that all day you know like i couldn't like i don't know that's just my personal opinion it was just it was just like a I don't know. It was just an art piece. It was a, it was a great work of art to where it was like it was a moment. The Pepper Butterfly was a moment of time as well. But as far as like having some shit where I can bop to and be able to like think about some of his lyricism and what a, what he what he's saying word wise, and then you know be humble, you know DNA. Like he had them bops on there as well. So he had them hits. He had a commercial as well with the like with the like you know the lyricism. And I like that. I like that balance. You know, I'm not all like underground. You know, I'm not anti-commercial. You know, I listen to a lot of commercial shit, a lot of pop, you know, a lot of pop and, you know, like singing and shit like that. And so I don't mind when they when they blend the commercial with the, you know, it's just it's just to the level of like, you know, don't lose yourself while doing it. You know, plenty of people can like, you know, perfect example. He didn't. I mean, it's an honorable mention right now. I didn't put him on this list, but the weekend, I mean, not the not the album before, but the one um uh I can't remember the name of it. It was the one that had uh, Angel on there. Um I feel like it had Earn It on there, Earned It on there. Um that was to me is a perfect example. That's that's a perfect example of mixing like, you know, cuz he was still to me the weekend, but he wasn't like Starboy where he was going like straight up like pop pop type songs, pop type pop type beats, you know. That that album before Starboy to me was like a perfect mixture of like commercial success meets still like him you know that kind of like dark underground weekend type of feel and um I feel like this was like that for Kendrick you know Dan was that to me anyway anyway to me that was like what Dan was um going into my next my next um album excuse me my next album I chose Miguel I, I chose Miguel Kaleidoscope Dream um, cause for me that was a moment. I mean, Clasco Dream is like till to this day to me his best album. Um, I was like I was very. I mean, I haven't listened to him as much lately, but um, before he had a he had a he had a, he had a song. I remember I used to send send it to my girl at that time, and it was I feel like it was like um. I don't know. It was like it. It wasn't on this album, though. <laughs> it was. It wasn't on this album. I'm saying this to say that it prepared me for this album. Like it was like it was like something like a sure thing or like I think it was like this love is a sure thing. It's. It, it, don't quote me on that. But it was a good ass song where it was like, yo, this is dope. This is what I think about it, of this girl at the time, and um, it it opened my eyes to Miguel, and with that, later on came Kaleidoscope, and to me it was just like. You know, I base I base all these albums on not just moments for me personally, but with an album, you know, I'm not just going to listen to a song, you know, if it's on this list, you know, it's not it's not on here just because of like two or three songs. You're on this you're on my list because like I can listen to you with no skips from start to finish. 
And that's what Kaleidoscope to me was with, you know, he had, of course, he had the hit. He had a commercial hit. I, he bought one a Grammy off of with a, like a door. But um, even with that, it just back to back to back. Good songs, good songs, you know, don't look back. Um, Use me like he was just pushing it back to back to back with good hits, good songs. So I put that. That's why I put Miguel on there because like that really and commercially like it blew Miguel the fuck up to where like it took him to a whole nother level to where it's like. I almost want to say it's, it was like his thriller where it's like he's kind of like I ain't gonna say he chasing it he ain't chasing shit but it's like he it's like it's hard to it's hard to get that feeling of like a classic again you know like and so that was his moment for me and like I still listen to him but not as much that was a, that was a, that album like it got me through some stuff and like helped me through some stuff and celebrated stuff with that album as well you know so that's that's why I put Kaleidoscope on there. Going on to the uh the next one, I got I got Mac. Um uh, Mac DeMarco. Mac DeMarco, um the album two for me. Um it came out in two thousand twelve. Um I slept on him for a dumb long time. But um once I got a hold of him, I, you know, same like I ain't sleep on Miguel. But um just once I, once I started listening to him, it was a rap. Like I, I fuck with his sound. I fuck with like just his personality like when i see he just seems like somebody i could like go to his show and then later on have a beer with the cat as well because he just seems mad chill but that album for me like even with the like the commercial hit like the creativity and um my kind of woman in that video like from that to just like again like i said playing something all the way through like i can play that album with no skips and it's just good driving music. It's, it, I can do anything with it. Like, I can drive to it. Like I said, what are all the elements with these albums that I can do? Like, I can I can drive to this album. I can, I feel like I can, like, it, it's, it has that type of, like, sound where you can, like, cook breakfast to it. You know, you can, you know, clean the house. You can, you know, just have a good time. Eat food with your friends. Drink a couple of brews pregame. And so it has some good songs on there. It's just all all around was a well thought out and like a very polished project from him he's had other ones um that i still like i said if if it's an artist that i really fuck with it's not just gonna be a couple songs i mean not a couple songs it's not just gonna be a couple albums that i listen to from them throughout the decade if they were putting out albums frequent um but this one is the one that stuck with me you know honorable honorable mention would of course be um I, um this old dog i want to say that's the name of it that's probably my probably my second favorite from him um but yeah mac demarco if you guys haven't heard of him check him out um going into my second one i mean not my second one <laughs> this is where my um mac was my fourth so with my fifth huh? in the fifth pick fifth pick um i did electric youth electric youth uh inner world electric youth inner world is on my top you know and again like i'm I'm saying five but like this ain't i'm not putting this in order you guys if you guys listened last week or not last week or tuesday it just feels like i already been last week but if you listen to me on uh the christmas eve episode you already know that i just give you my i'm just giving you my 10 and a couple honorable mentions i'm not putting this and i'm not bold enough to put it in order <laughs> i really I, i'm not because like it, it would take me even longer to try to figure it out um but electric youth i mean it's a two it's a two-person duo it's a man and a woman and they they come out of like they they come out of like i want to say they come out of canada to be exact uh toronto maybe to be exact and um 
it's just it's synth pop. It's it's like synth pop. It's like I I just groove to it, man. It's like it's a mixture of just like some like I don't want to say down tempo, but just if you if you're familiar with synth pop, then just like if you you would really like these cats, you know, the female has a beautiful voice. The music is very like driving type. You know, um, I can listen to it. Like I said, I've listened to it in the gym because <laughs> it just gives me kind of like good vibes, you know. But um, they I first heard of them actually in one of my favorite movies, um, which is um, Drive. I don't know if you guys are familiar with that movie, Drive with Ryan Gosling. Um, to me, another I need to do a section on that too because like now that I'm thinking about it I think I'm gonna do an episode on like top top movie soundtracks of I don't know if I want to do a shit that'd be dope as hell like top movie soundtracks like like remember like that was a moment like that that soundtrack has so many good fucking songs on it the drive soundtrack and this was one of them um this was one of them I mean um this band was did one of the songs and it was called um I want to say it was called Real Hero. Um, was it was it Real Hero? Was it Real Hero or Real Human Beings? I might have been Human Beings, y'all. I think the name of it was Human Beings. And um, but the album, the the song was on this album, and the 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 name of the album is Inner World. And so, um, from just like like I said, like just like the production to it, to her singing over the like some kind of synth pop type synth pop type of beats. Um, I just fuck with that shit hard, man. I just like the groove. Like I can listen to it mostly. The, like, like I said, I used to listen to them a lot late nights when I was like, when I'd be driving or coming back to the crib after a night of like, you know, work or like, you know, coming back from the um, bars or anything like that. Just mad chill, relaxed music. But um, Electric Youth, that's that's another one on my that's another one on my top of the decade. Um, going on to the next one. Uh, Tame Impala, Tame Impala, um, for me, the album I chose was Lonerism, um, because it was just like, I was impressed with the fact that this guy, um, I I can't remember the name of the the guy, um, I want to say his name is Kevin, maybe Kevin Parker, um, forgive me if I'm wrong, but, um, this dude does, like, unless he's touring, like, he'll have people, like, play the instruments, um, cause he can't do all of them while he's, of course, on the stage touring and stuff, but this motherfucker does all of it. Like, I didn't know that he was responsible for, like, all of the sounds, and so, like, it, it just, like, I'm, I'm a real big fan of, like, cats that, like, can wear many hats, diff- can wear different hats and, like, and do it well, you know what I'm saying? Like, and, you know, like, I'm, I'm in a city where it's, like, you know, shout out to my city as well, to the local arts, to the local, like, hip-hop and 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 particularly like band scene rock scene because like like we have a lot of cats like that that i like uh tip my hat to like a couple of them are my friends you know shout out to like bo white shout out to like tim shout out to like you know cats that like be in different bands shout out to my girl Endira, you know like who can like play different genres of music and like you know like pull it off smoothly and like I don't know necessarily not necessarily like this guy to the point of playing different instruments. They they may, they may not. I know Bo White does. But um being able to just do it so well and and make a solid project, it's hard enough for me to just like make a solid beat, you know, where it sounds solid, let alone like a, a full length project where it's like just you. Like of course I'm pretty sure he had like a couple people come in, but like just you know, and play certain things, but like 
that whole project was him. Like is that that whole Tame Impala is him. Like and so I'm really admired. I that really like, am, um I want to say the word is admired. I admire, I'm really admired by that. But lonerism, lonerism feels like you know it had that song where it'd be like um feels like the I don't know it's uh, feel uh, excuse my suck ass singing <laughs> but um I feel like it's called like it feels feels like we we only go backwards or something like that but um it has plenty of other like again from start to finish I can listen to this album and it was just something it was something refreshing for me at the time where I would listen to it it kind kind of remind me like Mac where I could listen to it in the morning cleaning up the house getting ready to do shit you know I could listen to it like when I used to smoke like I would listen to it and so and still like you know you know how you go through certain phases where like you don't do certain things anymore where it's like man it's not gonna be the same because like you know I, I used to be high and like when I listen to the shit I've had that happen with certain things with like certain movies or like um you know certain songs or certain artists that I would stop I haven't listened to because like I only liked them when I was high <laughs> but this particular guy like that kind of like music it carries on you know like I can listen to that sober drinking it don't matter good music is good music and this guy is like I said he's he was he was an imprint on my on my past 10 years he was an impact on my my life um where I will always check up on him even to where it's like when he start getting more like notice like recognizable um in like mainstream like he's helped out artists that I admire that that like the Kid Cuddies, you know, like you see like Iron Sharpening Iron and them being in the studio and, you know, Travis Scott, like he's going on to like help out them and like crack, like sharpen their sound and vice versa to where like it just makes, I love seeing shit like that. Like my artists that I fuck with, fuck with each other. Cause it just, it's all about like, you know, Iron Sharpening Iron and you're never too, you're never too old to learn from each other and to help each other out. And so like, I like seeing shit like that cause it just makes for a better material for the consumer, like for people like me, for people like us. And so Tam and Paula is on my list. Um the next one, this is a older uh older group. They've been around for a minute. But um I was gonna go with their two thousand sixteen album that they released, but I mean to be honest with you, um I didn't listen to it like I listened to this album when it came out. My friend actually I am gonna say when it came out when I found out about it because I was late to the party, you know, I was late to the party, but I didn't really I didn't really listen to this album until like a couple years ago because like we were having a conversation about this particular band and um a friend of mine named Ben was talking about this album and uh shout out to Ben if he's listening to this and um we were talking about the album and it's called King uh King of Limbs and it's by Radiohead and I slept on this album for a minute but like once once I listened to it you know, like I really, it really stuck with me. Like it was, it's like um, the old saying, like it's, you know, if it's if it's good, it'll stick to the bones, and you know, like stick to the ribs, as they say, the old saying. And this album did that for me. You know, it's Radiohead. Um, for those of you who don't know Radiohead, Google them. Um, the great, <laughs> they're a great, great band. Like you know, in the past decade. This I'm not saying I'm not saying they've been a great band in this past decade. Not just they've been a great band since I've, they've existed. I'm saying in this past decade, this is the album that I fucked with from them that um that really spoke for me. And you know I'm all about simplicity. And not saying that their their music was simple. 
Um, but it was just like it was short and sweet. Like the album was like, you know, it's like I like shit like that where it's like it's 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 quality. You know, I don't need to have a, you know, sometimes I fuck with that. It just depends. I mean, everybody's different. You know, different strokes for different folks. You know, some people like them fucking like. I ain't even gonna front. The last time I listened to a long, long ass album was that Chris Brown album, and I ain't even gonna front. That shit was good. Like I didn't listen to it all the way. I didn't listen to all thirty songs all the way through, but like. Like I did it like in like like I broke it down like albums like all right I listen to this this time and I listen to this this time and he pulled that shit off I ain't even gonna front Chris Brown but he's just you know he's just a whole nother level you know like if he didn't have that Rihanna situation that happened to him like you know it'd be he'd be a whole nother level but that that kind of fucked him up out of the game for a little minute to where it's like people had to like. Um, and some people still don't fuck with him after that, you know, like, because, and I'm not condoning, um, beating up women by any means under any circumstance, you know, any circumstance, like, you know, uh, like if they're trying to murder you or something and you need to get the fuck out of the way, you know, like they got a gun, you got to get out the way, then, you know, that's a different story. Like try to like shimmy shake their ass out of the way or something, man. But like, if it's non-threatening like that, like how it seems like it was, like, I'm not I'm not condoning violence by any means. But um he he had to bounce back off that. Some people still don't fuck with him, but even with that, like I can't take anything away from the talent that he was, that he is anyway when it comes to making songs. But saying all that, like I'm 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 I don't want to say I'm ADD, but it's like I don't like that long shit. You know, only certain people can pull that shit off and um he was one of them, but with radio with Radiohead, this album, it wasn't even that many songs. It was, like, maybe, like, nine, eight. Might have been eight. Um, but it was therapeutic. It was, like, it was good driving music for me. You know, I was good, it was good workout music for me. I'd run to it. You know, I could do anything with it. And so I really, like, I'm already a big, like, Tom York fan. And, like, you know, shout out to the homies, you know, Ben. Shout out to Vic because I know he's a big Radiohead fan as well. But, um, yeah, this, this album is, like, this might be... Even though because I don't know, I don't know. Well, that's another that's another debate when ranking Radiohead albums. I, I may have to say that for another episode, you know. But it's up there. I mean, it's because I just like it. I like the simplicity of it being like short, and I like how it's compact and good quality. But you know, some people may not fuck with this album. But for me, throughout this decade, I fucked with it, and it was a solid piece of work. Little by little is probably one of my favorite songs on that album. But um carrying on as we shall carry on um going to the next guy um thundercat thundercat drunk album was to me it was very impactful for me when it came out and i still listen to it to this day um thundercat for those you don't know google them um (laughs) i'm not gonna get into a whole like spill about certain certain artists i mean i mean i could i mean it's the podcast but i um, he's, he's just a, I, I first heard about him, like, honestly, I was late to the Thundercat party because, like, I just started seeing him work with a lot of other artists that I fucked with a lot, and I was like, man, who is this guy? And I started researching his own shit, like, from, like, Mac Miller to, like, dealing with Tyler to dealing with a lot of West Coast cats that I fuck with, like, like, Kendrick and shit. I start continually seeing his name in rotation with shit, like, Flying Lotus and shit, and I was like, Man, who is this guy? I have to research him. Man, I start researching him, and his shit is just so left field, goofy, but so talented at the same time. And that album, this album that he came out with in 2017, Drunk, is pretty much that. Like, it's so left field, but it's so good, and it has 
moments where you just laugh. It has moments where I can feel like the friend zone song where it's like, damn, I feel that shit to like songs where it just make you be like, damn, I feel you be on some sad shit, but be on some fun shit. Let's have a good time. I got every emotion out of in listening to that album. It's just smooth as hell to listen to. So I recommend it for anybody who didn't listen to it or who hasn't heard for Thunder, who hasn't heard of Thundercat. Um, listen to the Drunk album. It's very good. You, it won't let you down. It's very smooth as hell. And going into my next guy, um, next guy on my list is um, Bison Teller. Bison Teller, Trap Soul. That I know I'm probably gonna get a lot of fucking flack for this, but uh, <laughs> I don't know, man. I fucked with this album hard when it came out. I don't know when it exactly the date when it came out, um, but I know it was in this past decade. And when it came out, like from like I said, from start to finish, you know his biggest song was like um, I want to say his biggest song was probably "Don't," and then um, probably "Exchange." But man, that exchange when that exchange hit, when that shit hit the radio, and then like I started like seeing it, that shit was just a whole nother wave for me. Fucking um, the intro, like I said, from start to finish. Bison had me from the intro, like he was he was speaking on that reel. I remember one time I was in the car, <laughs> and this is the thing about me, like just like I listen to a lot of like R and B shit. Just because I listen to a lot of R and B shit, don't mean like a nigga's depressed. <laughs> I just I'm that's just how I fuck. That's just how like what I fuck with, you know. Like I fuck with that smooth ass shit, you know. I'd be like, you know, I have my moments where I listen to like my futures and like my Twenty One Savages, but. Majority of the time, I'm listening to, like, some down-tempo shit or, like, I don't know, just something that I can ride to and think on. And, like, yeah, it made, th- made me think about, like, certain girls and certain moments. But, like, all in all, I just, like, I just like listening to singing shit more over, like, hardcore shit. And I remember I was in the car. <laughs> I was in the, she's going to laugh when she hears this if she listens to it. Um, I was in the car. I was picking up my niece. And this is, like, I want to say this is, like, this might have been might have been this year, earlier this year. This year's gone by so fast. It might have been earlier this year. Or last year. I can't remember exactly. And I had Bison Teller on. And like and I was just playing it all the way through from like start to finish. And she was like, Who hurt you? <laughs> because it was just so like what he was talking about, his lyrics and shit. But I mean, hey, for me it was great penmanship, it was great work and like from start to finish how he how he could harmonize and sing and be melodic but at the same time have certain songs like Rambo where he just goes off and like still like as in the rapping with the singing like he killed that shit you know Drake being somebody who like opened up doors more doors for cats to do shit like that um I feel like that particular album for me was um you know his and like kind of like kaleidoscope dream with Miguel like that just took him to a whole nother like like a rocket once that hit you know Everybody had high hopes for Bison. I, I mean, Bison. And I still do. Like, I didn't like... Uh, I ain't gonna say I didn't like, but I didn't fuck with his last project over Trap Soul. Trap Soul, to me, like I said, it's in my top for a decade for a reason. It's a classic to me. You know, it's just... It's a mood. Like, that's just a whole... That's just a whole wave to me. But, um... I got... I, you know, I'm rooting for Bison, man, to come out with another one, man, because, like, his music is dope. And then, which takes me to my 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 other album... Um, my number ten, I think my number ten, um, Cole comes with Cole, which is um for me would be Forest Hill. Forest Hill to me was um pivotal in in this past decade for me because I remember when it hit, it hit me hard. You know, being a North Carolina native, um, he's from Fayetteville, I'm from Charlotte. You know, I've always kept in tune. I keep in tune with the um anything coming out of like the Carolinas, North South, South period, but like um. 
when I say South, I mean South, the region, the South, not South Carolina, but um, the South period, the region of the South, I, you know, it's going to have a closeness to my heart because I'm from here. Um, but in particular, when, when it's somebody from North Carolina, my home state, I tend to always like want to support them if they're dope. You know, you can't support everybody. Some people are just trash, you know. There's a lot of people in Charlotte that are great that I fuck with and I follow. And vice and the other way around. Some people I may not, you know, I'll I'll root for them to have the best success they do, but I just don't fuck with their music. And it is what it is. Um, this particular guy, J. Cole, he's I mean, come on, you gotta be under a rock if you don't know who Cole is unless you're like your older cat who don't um you know, or like my mom who may not listen to like hip hop or anything. Shout out to my mom if she's listening to this. I know she said she was listening to the um, previous ones. Hi, mom. <laughs> you know, if you're listening to this, shout out to you. And but if, you know, certain people like that, if they don't listen to him outside from my generation, you know, the people that do, they know what he's about. They know what his pen work is about. They know he get busy with the mic. And so this to me was his best album, um, 2014 to to date. Um, Forest Hills, you know, it had no role models on it, I believe. Um, it had, I feel like, a similar version of like, I can't remember the song exactly, but um, it had like a similar version of like with Bison. It's kind of ironic that um, ironic that I fucking um was talking about Bison before him because um they both had the same kind of beat on a song that um that was exchanged. He had exchanged. And then Cole had something else. Cole had, Cole had another one. Cole had a um, Cole had a song with the same beat, and I can't remember the name of it to save my life for some reason. But I feel like, I feel like it was on this. It was on this. We got January twenty eighth was classic, Fire Squad, O three Adolescence, um, No Role Models, Hello, Apparently, Love Yours. No, I guess it wasn't on his. And what album was that then that I'm thinking of? Intro. Oh, three. Tells of tells of two cities. No role models. Hello, apparently. But yeah, this was still a good album. But I wonder now. I'm wondering what the hell. What the hell was that other song that he had that they had the same song on? I can't remember which album that was on. Was it For Your Eyes Only? It couldn't have been For Your Eyes Only, right? Immortal Deja Vu. Might have been Deja Vu. Yeah, it might have been Deja Vu, Ville Mentality, Neighbors. Neighbors was a good album, too. Damn, looking, I mean, not Neighbors, but uh, I'm looking at Cole's discography now. <laughs> but Four Your Eyes Only was a good album, too, but I'm, I'm not putting it on my top for the decade. You know, I'm putting I'm putting the other one on there above that one um, for a sale because it was just a moment. You know, like I said, I based it off moments, feelings, and how it just had... It just, I mean, he was already superstar with, like, for me anyway, with Born Center and shit like that, but I feel like Forrest Hill took him to, like, you know, just, like, a whole nother wave where he just became, like, even more, like, superstar status, you know, not, not, and staying in himself, like, not selling himself short, not selling his soul, like, he ain't have features on it like that, you know, he was fucking daggone, you know, he's, He's just like he's just cold, man. He's cold. Like he ain't on the flashy shit no more. Like, I'm pretty sure he still get you know he get jiggy and he you know he he ain't no he ain't out here like slouching. But like he doesn't he doesn't the cold from the beginning that was like like and he he has said this in certain interviews where he was like we wear a watch and you wear a chain like he ain't about that no more. He probably about like buying property and you know like you know he probably still get jiggy like I said buy a nice car and you know have to watch it on every now and then but. 
it's all about, you know, like, bigger and better things as he's gotten older and, like, to see his progression to, like, how he is now is dope. And that was one of the albums that, like, catapulted him to a whole nother level of, like, I feel like not just his his mind frame of thinking, but just, like, just his way of living. And so salute to Cole on that. Salute to all the Carolina artists, man, that's really doing their thing, man, from North and South. Because it's a dope thing to see, you know. It was a good year for uh, for us, 2019, anyway, for me. For me, anyway, to see us, like, move in the way we did commercially. Um, and that's that's my 10. I mean, I feel like that's my 10. Honorable mention, I ain't going to front. Even, he was on my, he was on my, um, a couple honorable mentions. Saw some boys, too, um, by Nip to me was that's still even though i fuck with um of course i fuck with victory lap i fuck with majority of nipsey's shit but slawson boys 2 for me is my favorite album from him and that came out this decade i was thinking about putting on there but um i would only listen to that in certain moments you know um i didn't i didn't listen to that as much as i listened to these other albums same with Future, even though Future is considered my artist of the decade on Spotify. Salute to Spotify because they helping me out with the podcast. But um, um, I I didn't. To me, he had his moments. Now he had, that was a tough one. It was between between Trap Soul and Future. And Future, he, I was, you know, Future the album. I was like I said, I was gonna put that on there. Um, DS Two, you know, I was thinking about that because DS Two was a moment for a lot of people. Um, you know, you know, fuck your bitch and some Gucci flip flops. Everybody remember that. But um, <laughs> for me, like the more my favorite album of this decade that it came out with was Future, like Future Future. You know, it had POA on there, it had Rent Money. The intro from the intro, Rent Money, POA, like that shit just. And then and then Hendrix, you know, there's a lot of songs on Hendrix that I fuck with. So I kind of combine both of those because I think they came out at the same time, like um, with Hendrix. It had some other shit on there where it was more like on his like getting into like some a lot of bad talking more about like pain with women and shit like that. And uh Future was more about the bag. The album the future album was more like like getting the bag and like on some like, you know. I remember listening to that heavy going from back and forth from Greenville when I used to um when I used to work at this particular spot. I used to um travel to Greenville and um help out certain people over there. But um, that album was a soundtrack while I was doing that, you know, going back and forth from Charlotte to Greenville, South Carolina. Shout out to uh, Greenville, South Carolina. But that's an honorable mention. That's another, that's another honorable mention, um, Future. But that's that's my top albums. And going back to Artists of the Decade, thinking about somebody who was throughout the whole decade, um, like I said, it would be a part of my life and shit like that. I'll always check up on them. Another honorable mention, um, with this artist of the decade that I'm about to say, even though, like I said, they said Future is, you got Drake, and then for me, Cuddy, man, back to Cuddy. You know, Cuddy's my artist of the decade because I've I checked up on Cuddy throughout this whole decade. You know, he's soundtrack throughout my shit, soundtrack through my life, uh, soundtrack of my life. No pun, that was intended to be a pun. <laughs> I ain't gonna front. I did that on purpose, but for me, it probably would be Kid Cuddy because I listened to Cuddy throughout this whole decade and checked checked up on him, and. Salute to him. And the last album that he did that I was debating putting on here because it was good as hell um, that I don't think got a lot of recognition. The past two albums from him, even like the I'm talking about the one with Kanye, um, Kid See Ghost, and fucking um, Demon. It's like, it's like, it's a long, it's not a long name, but it's like something to do with like slaying demons. Something of that magnitude. Like it's like Demon Slayer or 
Um, I mean, I can look it up, but it's um, it's it to me it was an underrated album because it was like old Cuddy. It was like it was back to like the Cuddy that I remember. Like it was because he he kind of went through he went through a couple of like in the in between albums that I fucked with, but it was like I didn't. It was more like what I was saying the difference between a great album and like you know. Okay, I'm like you may I may go to certain albums just to listen to like two or three songs. And be like, all right, that's a dope album. But but this particular album, his last album, like I could play that album all the way through and be and be like chill as hell with it. The last Cuddy album, what was the name of that shit? Uh, fucking, I'm about to look it up because I'm it's gonna be pissing me off if I end this podcast and not say it. Like I said, I already said Kiss Sea Ghost. Passion, Pain, and Demon Slaying to me was an underrated album, and to me was a good. It was a good album. It was old Cuddy at his finest. It was a combination. It was an evolution of like you know the Cuddy that I liked in fucking Man on the Moon mixed with like a little bit of like Indica type of vibe mixed with like you know um, you know Satellite Flight certain songs. On, Satellite Flight was an underrated album, but yeah, honorable mentions from 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 my artist of the decade, Kid Cuddy. You know, I had to. Um, the only one I didn't really kind of mess with as much is probably, probably Speeding Bullet to Heaven. Speeding Bullet to Heaven, probably. Um, in the Cut, I'm looking at his discography, y'all. In the Cut was a beast, but um, yeah, I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna say that, um, that Passion Pain and Demon Slam was like, was underrated. That was that was definitely like, back to back to like, old Cuddy, old Cuddy type vibes that I really fucked with. And so yeah, that's that's my ten. Um, that's that's my top ten. We're gonna say what Man on the Moon two, uh, Kendrick Lamar, Damn, uh, Miguel, Kaleidoscope, Dream, uh, Mac DeMarco two, uh, Electric Youth, In the World, Tame Impala, Lonerism, uh, Radiohead, King of Limbs, Thundercat, Drunk, uh, Trap Soul, Bison, Bryson. <laughs> Forest Hill, uh, Forest Hill, Cole, uh, Future, I think I do, yeah, Future, 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 because I had POA, I had POA, right, yeah, so Future, Future, that's my 10, that's my 10, honorable mentions, you already heard them, shout out to all of them, um, salute to everybody that watches, not watches it yet, um, that will be the biggest, that will be the, um, the goal for the 2020, I'm gonna start start up a YouTube channel for you guys where I have like video and I have a channel. So just just stay tuned. Um, you know, be on the lookout for it on Instagram. I'll post it. You know, um, and salute to everybody that listens to it. You know, listens to this. You know, um, salute to this the people that I've met in this past decade. You know, <laughs> um, all the musicians. Like I said, the Charlotte musicians. Keep doing your thing. And um, that's the that's the episode for today. I will at you guys later. I at your boy Titus Hart. I mean um, Titus J seven zero four Instagram. As of late, um, as of late podcast. Um, that's not the name on the shit. Hold on. I mean that's the name of the podcast, but that's uh, what is it? What is what's the name of the shit? Anchor FM slash Titus Hart is where you can listen to this as well. The link is in the bio on Instagram. Um, this is on Spotify. This is on Google Podcasts. This is as of late, and I'm your boy Titus. Thank you.